Welcome back to the Rookery, everybody, a Gargoyles podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Michael Maxwell. And I'm Derek Murray. And on this episode, we are covering episode 12 from season one of Gargoyles. I almost said Gargoyles, the animated series. This is not Batman. <laughs> I mean, you wouldn't be wrong, but you would also be wrong. <laughs> uh, from Gargoyles, her brother's keeper is the name of the episode. Um, and as always, we'll, uh, we'll go into the voice talent if there is any any changes to the cast, any new new voice talent added. Uh, and then we'll uh, kind of walk through the summary of the episode and uh, give our thoughts on it as we go. So... This episode doesn't actually have anyone new added in. Um, it does feature Derek Mazza, uh, Elisa's brother again, but he did make an appearance in a previous episode, so that's uh, nothing new, but it's voiced by Rocky Carroll, and he is someone that you might not know his name, but if you if you saw his face, you'd be like, oh yeah, I've, I've seen that guy in everything. Uh, <laughs> a lot of TV stuff. He does a lot of voice work as well so pretty pretty well known um yeah suspiciously missing from this episode i will say this um ed asner is like hudson's in the episode but he never speaks yeah right like he doesn't yeah yeah it, that's that is strange actually i guess ed needed some time off i don't know <laughs> <laughs> Um, this also has the return of Nichelle Nichols as Diane Mazza, Elisa's mom, and Michael Horse as Peter Mazza, her father. And then, of course, uh, Matt Frewer of Max Hedrum fame and Cree Summer, both voicing Jackal and Hyena, respectively. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we also get Lauren, or sorry, Laura San Giacomo as Fox. Uh, it's listed as uncredited, but, um, and she's someone that I think a lot of people should know from uh, things like Pretty Woman, Quigley Down Under, and mo- probably most notably for most people is Just Shoot Me. The, the oh, okay. Movie. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So this episode is, whoo, there's a lot. There's a, what were your thoughts on this episode? I, you know, uh, we were talking a little bit uh, about this off air, but um, yeah, I, I remember getting halfway through it and I was like, are they trying to do the whole series in a single episode? Like what, (laughs) what is happening right now? Like there is so much going on. And this is, this is one of those episodes where you can't just like, you really have to have watched the rest of the series so far Um, because there's constant callbacks to all kinds of different things. And like, different episodes and they bring back you know new characters but those characters like are on a different trajectory than when we last left them and you got to know like the ins and outs of all of them like and that's only halfway through the episode like it's crazy how much is going on uh in this particular episode yeah no it's it's rather busy and it sort of ends i don't know it, the ending of this feels a little unfinished yeah, and it also it's such a weird way to kind of start this this whole you know Elisa and her brother because um, it just you would think that if you're going to introduce that storyline right and because it, it's clear it's a subplot but obviously it'll come back at, at some point um, but if I feel like if you're going to introduce that especially so late in the game you either need to have a resolution or Elisa and her brother should have been 
you know, working together for way earlier. Like we should have been very familiar with her brother so that when this happens, it's kind of a bit more of a, an impactful event, if that makes sense. No, no, I, I completely agree with you. And on a show that do, does this overarching story, it, it's, it does feel a little weird that we were introduced to this character previously, but only when Elisa was in the hospital is the only time he shows up. But it's like, wait, they, they work together? They're both cops. What? Like, <laughs> yeah, it feels very retroactive, which is uh, which is just strange for this show because I feel like we've been very complimentary of their writing, right? Like mm-hmm. their writing has been really, really strong, and it's clear that, uh, like you said, they do a lot of these arcs, and it's clear that they're you know constantly thinking ahead. I mean, you take Xanatos and just his whole everything about him like he he is one step ahead of everybody and he's written that way and it's it's great to kind of see his plans slowly unfold and we still don't even know what they all are so like for them to just be like oh yeah by the way elisa's brother's a cop and they work together and you're like wait well huh what episode did i miss yeah and i think it was established that he was a cop in the episode prior when she was in the hospital but again like you said there's no we don't really get an indication that they work together or, or anything like that. So like we never even see him uh, in like as a background character in the house. Cause they do that a lot. There's the character of, I think Matt stone, I think is his name who becomes her partner. Eventually mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that character shows up in the back. He's in the locker room, practically nude when she barges in to talk to her brother in this episode, like the character is there in the background. And then eventually he becomes her partner. And then we're like, you know, for the keen eyed viewer, you could be like, Oh yeah, I've seen that guy at the station. You know what I mean? Like I don't even, I never remember seeing her brother anywhere. So it does, it feels very weird. You're right. Yeah. And then to make the entire episode about their relationship, it's just like, okay, (laughs) sure. (laughs) Yeah. It'd be, it would be one thing if they, if this was, um, like an establishing episode to establish that they work together and that there was a little bit of tension between them. And maybe that Derek is a, is a little jaded about the job and then have a future episode where Xanatos concocts his plan would would feel a little better. I mean, I don't, I didn't hate this episode by any stretch. I think, uh, I think there's a lot of good things going on, but you're right. The, that plot feels a little shoehorned in. Um, which is funny because I think that's really the main plot of the episode. <laughs> yeah, no, it, so. <laughs> absolutely. I completely agree with you. We should have had uh, an establishing relationship episode prior. And yeah, and I agree with you. I, I didn't dislike, I very much enjoyed this episode, but uh, it is one of those ones where like, it makes sense to us because we've been fully invested in recapping, you know, every episode, but someone just casually watching the show on a rerun or maybe even for the first time i feel like they would all just kind of do a double take (laughs) yeah you'd probably be a little confused i think there's enough spectacle in this episode that you'd probably still watch it all the way through just fine but yeah Yeah. there the the through line on it you'd be like wait what uh (laughs) so (laughs) so this episode actually begins with elisa and her brother following xanatos um way too closely in a helicopter (laughs) yeah not subtle at all (laughs) and i like that her excuse is like oh yeah every time i follow him in a car he always spots me and i was like 
So a helicopter directly on him isn't suspicious? Yeah. What the hell? There's the there's the one shot where the car turns a corner and they show the helicopter go around and it's like below the building line. <laughs> it's like just above the street and you're like that's way too, that's way too close. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah and it's not even like a it's not even like she did like some kind of like stealth helicopter. Like no. it says police in giant letters on the yeah. side. <laughs> <laughs> like even if nobody thought you were following someone, uh, everybody would be concerned that that helicopter is too close to the ground in the middle of the <laughs> <Yeah>. city. <laughs> oh man. Uh, and then, uh, and then we cut to, um, obviously Xanatos knows that they're following him. He set all this up. He's, you know, doing Xanatos stuff as per usual. And um, he says, let's go shopping. And then we cut to see that uh, Jackal and Hyena are back from the pack. Yeah. And they've crashed a party thing. I don't know what's happening there. I know there's a big diamond and there's a lot of rich people looking celebratory, but it's like a gala event. I'm unclear as to what it was, but they're there. And they're planning to steal this big diamond, and then Xanatos buys the diamond, and then they steal it anyway. Yeah. But, uh, and it, clearly this is, it, it's one of those two where if you're familiar with the show, you already know that everything that's happening is a Xanatos machination. It's not. Yeah, there's there's always, he's always behind the curtain. Like, there's never a point where you're like, ooh, somebody caught Xanatos. Like, no, 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 no. no. Yeah. No, as soon as, as and when the episode starts too, as soon as they were like, "Who bought it?" I was like, "Xanatos, of course he did." Like before they even <laughs> said it, I was like, "Of course he did." And he's playing both of you, you twats. I mean, you not know this. <laughs> well, I, w- I would say that Jackal and Hyena aren't the brightest ones out of the no, pack. No, no, they are not. <laughs> even with the one in jail, she's still smarter than both of those two. <laughs> um, so they they end up. Like, I, I know, like, Hyena wants to just smash and grab, and Jackal's like, no, we're, we're going to wind up in prison like the rest of the pack. Um, but, of course, they just end up doing the smash and grab because the diamond's about to be carted off by Xanatos. And they make a quick escape to the roof where they had hang gliders ready but not ready. It felt very like they were like, we planned for this, but they get up there and then it takes them like 10 minutes to set up their hand gliders. Yeah. <laughs> only, for, only for the police to show up in a helicopter, which doesn't, it blows the gliders away, but not really. And yeah. then, but then suddenly Jackal like ducks back and pulls out a rocket launcher from somewhere. <laughs> I was like, if there is, there is so much that happens on this rooftop so quickly. Like, I, I almost had to rewind it to try to like keep track of all the, of all the things that were going on. <laughs> because yeah, you're like, wait, if if the gliders were the plan, where did the rocket launcher come in? You didn't, yeah. gra- you weren't taking that with you when you were getting ready to jump off the roof just now. Yeah, no, for for sure, for sure. Um, uh, but yeah, and sh- actually, it's funny because my girlfriend was watching the episode with me, and she was she was like, "Oh, it was so much easier to steal stuff back in the '90s." She was like, <laughs> "She was like, they're really gonna do a diamond deal like 
in the middle of the diamonds. Get get out of here. Like, come on. Yeah. And then they just just grab it, run up to the rooftop and cause havoc. And everyone's like, what? What happened? Like, okay. Yeah. Well, I love that there's not even any security escorting the diamond to Xanatos. It's just some lady (laughs) pops out on a slide. (laughs) Jackal could have easily just grabbed it right then, but they waited until Xanatos had it to get it. It's like, come on now. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Jackal fires the rocket at the helicopter and, you know, for all Xanatos is planning, I guess, I guess it's a good thing that Jackal shot at the tail of the helicopter instead of the cockpit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, that was, I'm just picturing Xanatos getting to the roof and the helicopter's a fiery wreck. Derek and <laughs> Derek and Elisa are dead. They're on fire inside the cockpit, screaming. And he's like, "Oh, that wait, that's not how I planned it." Would would have been my favorite episode. Uh, just just go, just going for it, just making it happen. Just just make Xanatos sit back and reevaluate his entire life. Yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe I can't plan everything. Oh man, uh, but no, he shoots the tail, and Derek manages to land the helicopter. Okay. Um, Jackal and Hyena managed to find their hang gliders again that didn't blow away from the force of the helicopter. Uh-huh. And they uh, make their escape. Um, and this is all this was all here to plant the seeds in Derek's mind uh, that, that Xanatos is a good guy. He compliments his flying, Derek's flying, and then offers him a job. And Elisa handles this in the worst way possible. <laughs> She's like, there's so, really, there are tactful ways that she could have said what she said. Yeah. But instead of just like, ignore that. He's just using you to get to me. And, and it works like a charm. Derek yeah, is no, like, it, oh, because because I couldn't possibly have anything to offer. It's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Way to drive that wedge there. Yeah, yeah, no. And it's also, too, like, you, you kind of have to be like, Derek, how gullible are you? Like, you were literally on a rendezvous to follow this guy with your sister who is dead set on proving that he's a monster. And then the minute that he's like, you want a job? You're like, yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, it is one of those weird dynamics because, like, you... Like their relationship is just so toxic right from the start. Like they're not. Yeah. Yeah. And again, we've not had anything to establish this. The only other time he's been in an episode was when she was almost dead. And I feel like if (laughs) if this is what I feel like Elisa could have guilted him. You know what I mean? Like, sure. Xanatos didn't have anything to do with her getting shot, but like she could have just been like, remember when I almost died, bro? Yeah, for me, like, (laughs) like you guys are already toxic. You might as well just double down. Just at least it needs to be more manipulative the way Xanatos is. Yeah, right. And then she bring her brother back, but no, she's got to be the the bratty do gooder sister. That's like I'm better than you, but I love you. Yeah. (laughs) So we uh, we cut from this scene um, to uh, the clock tower um, above police headquarters, where Elise is basically complaining, like he can't. He can't, I can't believe he's considering this, blah, 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 being all headstrong and stubborn about her brother. And um, actually, there was a, sorry, there was something I wanted to address before this. It was just a quick cutaway, 
But when Elisa is tailing Xanatos in the helicopter, we did cut to a scene at the clock tower where the gargoyles are like Lexington's playing a video game and it's like a helicopter flying video game and him and Brooklyn kind of get into it. Um, and then Broadway makes a comment about how he's just concerned about Elisa. And he's like, if, if police were meant to fly, you know what I mean? They would have been given wings or whatever. Yeah. Like, I'm just right. concerned about it. It's like, says the guy who shot her and almost killed her. <laughs> <laughs> All of a sudden. <laughs> Worried about safety. Okay. <laughs> um, but that is, it's setting up something for future in the episode of, of Lexington playing this game, which, you know, will become relevant when we get there. But anyway, so back to police headquarters, she's complaining. Uh, Goliath tells her like, Hey, tell him the truth. And she's like, what? <laughs> he's like, yeah, that'll, that'll give him all the proof he needs. Have him come bring him to meet us. We'll tell him about Xanatos and all will be good. And then she go and this this is i don't know if this is just weird editing or if it was written this way or what but she's like okay she goes down to to where her brother is in the police station and she's like hey i need to tell you something and then he's like i gotta tell you something too i'm quitting i'm going to work for xanatos and then she just like oh she has like a shocked expression and then we cut away and then the next time we see her she's at a bar talking to her dad and the dad's like, you need to convince him and you're the only one that can, uh, to not quit his job as a cop. It's the family business. And you know, his mom will be heartbroken. And then I guess for comedic effect, we cut to Derek talking to the mom. Who's like, follow your dreams. (laughs) Yeah. Right. (laughs) I believe in you, Peter. Yeah. (laughs) You're like, wait, what? (laughs) But then, and then we cut from that back to i i think elisa talking to the gargoyles again and it's the it's like a pattern it's like the same thing like he's like tell him or whatever and then we we're in the the locker room where derek's packing up his stuff elisa barges into the locker room to get him to take him to go talk to the gargoyles and at this point he's just like no i'm not i'm not going with you anywhere like i'm out i'm out and uh it's like, what what happened to the, when you first were like, I have something to tell you. And then he was like, I got to tell you something first. Where was the follow-up to that? Why? Yeah. Why? Didn't, yeah. When he no, was like, right. I'm quitting. I, why weren't you like, <laughs> okay, well, before you do that, just follow me upstairs real quick. Yeah. Like you're right there. Like, how are you? And I get like, part of this is probably like commercial. Like there's, there's clearly commercial breaks, but you're right. The editing of how it was. And this is, Part of that where I'm just like, man, they packed a lot of stuff into this episode because all of that is like it just plays out just in the strangest of ways where it's just like, how are you doing all of this right now? Like, how are you just unpacking this entire thing when like this could all be solved pretty easily? But then you got to go through this big, giant, elaborate plan to like record a convict who used to be a part of the pact. And now like what? Okay, okay, sure. (laughs) <laughs> whatever you do you Elisa. yeah um so then we do cut to derek working for xanatos uh the gargoyles are they're on like split detail hudson is <laughs> absent in this episode he doesn't yeah. he doesn't really show up at all except for like the beginning and the end 
Um, I forget Goliath tasks the trio with keeping an eye on Derek. Is that correct? Cause I thought, I thought Goliath was supposed to be doing that, but they're, they're the ones watching the tower, their, their old home. Cause when the helicopter takes off and then they see the pack fly by, uh, they jump into action. And I remember they're yeah. complaining at one point. Was was Goliath going to look for the pack? Is that? I, I think I think that's I think that's what it was. I, I think he charged them with staying back and and watching the 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 clock tower. Okay. All right. Yeah. So so he goes off to find the pack, um, but the pack ends up going after Xanatos. And there is a, a quick line about um, they they spoke to Jacqueline Hyena spoke to Fox, and she gave them the go ahead to basically kill Xanatos and they're very excited about that. So right. they hop in their their super secret stealth helicopter that has the pack <laughs> logo on a giant. <laughs> no one will ever know. <laughs> it's like the only person that doesn't have their name in big letters on the helicopter is Xanatos. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so so they they go after Xanatos and the gargoyles go after them. Uh we have a little bit of a you know, kind of a not really a dog fight, um, because the the gargoyles interfere, and Broadway essentially tries to murder. <laughs> yeah, and again, this is one of those uh, this is one of those scenarios where like everything just happens so fast, where you're just like, hold on, hold on, can you breathe? What 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 just happened? Yeah, you're getting all that excitement into the episode. <laughs> yeah, apparently. <laughs> But they they catch up to helicopters. <laughs> I don't know how they do that uh, by gliding, and <laughs> Broadway smashes open the cockpit to the packed helicopter, and he just takes hyena and throws her out of it. <laughs> and I was as I was watching it, like, sure, she has a parachute that opens, but yeah, how how did he know that? Yeah, right. I was gonna say he doesn't know that. <laughs> It's not even that visible, you know, like yeah. normally you're wearing a, a parachute. It's pretty obvious. This was not obvious because everybody has that cool future tech where shit just pops out of nothing. Right. right. Like, and so, yeah, he just grabs her and throws her out of the helicopter. And I was like, that was convenient. Did he just try to murder her? <laughs> Broadway back to his old ways. Am I right? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, the old murder in Broadway. <laughs> Got a got a taste of it after almost killing Elisa. Now, yeah, get enough. Now, now he's out for blood. <laughs> um, and then uh, I don't, I can't remember who, because everything is happening pretty quickly here. But also, uh, they, uh, somebody grabs Jackal and throws him out of the helicopter as well. And of course, he has a parachute too. But yeah, two attempted murders. Um, and then they crash the helicopter. But not, not in. This is one of those things where you got to go with cartoon logic because they crash this helicopter in the, an alley, and when it hits the ground, it like bounces like a bouncy ball for like I don't know six, seven times before it comes to a stop. The rotor blades are completely mangled. Other parts of this thing look pretty banged up, but they're like, all right. I think Lexington's like, I think I could fix it. What? <laughs> With what? <laughs> that that sweet sweet video game knowledge, bro. 
And then they're like, let's hide it until until tomorrow night. Hide it where? <laughs> You've crashed a helicopter in an alleyway that uh, surprisingly did very little damage to the alleyway, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, you you do you do kind of have to love cartoon logic. It, it is a lot of fun. Uh, but there I uh, look, I can forgive the, you know, heading down the skyline, you know, d- traveling a little too low. I get all of that. But yeah, you're you're absolutely right. There there is just a little a little too much you got to forgive here. Yeah. And then there's all this like, well, we need the helicopter to keep up with them and blah, blah, blah kind of stuff. And like it gets referenced even later uh, in the episode where it gets brought up again. And it's like, oh, well, you're going to need that helicopter to do this. And and ultimately, the the helicopter is oddly the MacGuffin in the episode. Like it's the undoing for the pack. Like suddenly they don't yeah. know how lights work. <laughs> like it's so weird. Um, but anyway, so... <laughs> Uh, so at that point, um, you know, Derek d- did some ace flying again, even though he, he really doesn't do much. It's one of those where they fire a rocket. She's like, dodge this. And the helicopter just listlessly moves out of the way and the rocket explodes somewhere else. <laughs> it was yeah, like, it's ace no, flying, Derek. No, look, it's, you, you know, you, you know, some maneuvers <laughs> and it's, <laughs> that's the, <laughs> It's they're like the empire, man. They, they just they can't handle those sweet maneuvers. Uh, well, this guy knows some maneuvers. <laughs> um, but anyway, so Derek is like, I hope I hope your life isn't like that every day. And you know, Xanatos is like, well, let's just say my life's interesting, and it's like, yeah, so it is like that every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's that's your first clue, Derek. <laughs> but uh so they they go to uh Xanadu <laughs> why Z- Xanatos's <laughs> private compound is called Z- why is it called Xanadu Xanatos because your name is Xanatos <laughs> I just when they said it I was like wait the Olivia Newton John movie why <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, so they head up to this place. Um, Jackal and Hyena follow them up there to finish their, you know, assassinating of um, of Xanatos. Meanwhile, Elise is trying to figure out some kind of way to convince her brother. And this is one of those things, too, where they, they felt like we were recycling stuff in the episode because she goes and basically has the exact same conversation that she already had with Goliath at the start of the episode. And it's Goliath repeating the same thing. Go talk to your brother, introduce him to us. We'll convince him. And then she's like, no, that's not going to be enough. You both of you, sometimes your hardheadedness (laughs) makes me want to punch you both in the throat. It really (laughs) Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I completely agree. Um, yeah, it does. It does get really repetitive. And again, this is one of those things that I feel like that's fine if you want to have that repetition and you want to make it something that, you know, is a recurring theme. But it really works much better if we had that establishment that we were talking about, where, you know, we really got to know in a previous episode, at least some basis for their dysfunctional relationship, because yeah. then that would make a little bit more sense for her to be so obstinate about 
not thinking that that's going to be enough because she knows her brother. And, you know, I just feel like that would make way more sense instead of just like all of a sudden this guy's super important and only she knows because then you're right. It just comes off like, okay, we get it. He needs something else. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So Elise ends up going to the prison and meeting with Fox who pretty much gives out the uh, all the details basically xanatos is behind everything he arranged the the theft from jacqueline hyena he's the one that told them to try to kill him and it was all a way to lure elisa's brother to work for him and gain his confidence um and she's like he even told me to tell you elisa (laughs) it's like that's how confident he is yeah and and of course elisa recorded the conversation which she thinks she's brilliant and it's like do you really think that's going to make a difference like your brother is so head over heels for xanatos at this point yeah right (laughs) you could play that for him and i don't think it would matter yeah i I don't think it would matter and especially once we get the reveal that xanatos already told him about yeah. the gargoyles you're like girl you just break that tape like i don't know why you're handing it to him just shatter it into a million pieces because yeah. <laughs> it means nothing to him now yeah because there's a lot of there's not even really anything in the conversation between fox and elisa that sa- there's nothing that says xanatos is a criminal i mean yes it, she does say that he hired those people to trick basically trick derek into working for him but like i just feel like that just shows derek how much xanatos wanted him to work for him yes exactly and especially like and again this goes back to just creating that right dynamic between those two early on instead of uh you know all of a sudden out of nowhere Mm -hmm. um because that could have been something where you know elisa and it's kind of shown a little bit in the in this idea that like in Elisa's attempt to try to protect her brother, she makes it sound like he's not worthy to do things on his own, right? Like that's kind of just how she comes off and she handles it the wrong way. Um, And so you would think that like, since she recognizes that, she should know that her playing anything about Xanatos creating his own assassination to get Derek to come work for him is a compliment, not a deterrent. Yeah. 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 No, the, honestly, the best thing that she could do would be to just kind of let her brother yeah, learn 100%. for himself. Yeah. You know? Just let him go. Yeah. Let him, just, um, yeah. which I mean, kind of it is the end result of this episode, but um, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, again, Jacqueline Hyena show up at Xanadu. I can't, it pains me just to say it. <laughs> It is so stupid. <laughs> there's there's not a lot of dumb things that I feel like Xanatos does uh, or says, but that is definitely one of them. Yeah. How about Xana don't? Okay. Uh, yeah. let's... <laughs> Got him. <laughs> so they show up uh, and they attack um, Xanatos and uh, Derek. The gargoyles end up heading up there with their helicopter that lexington fixed in less than a night with who knows what materials he completely fixed all the rotor blades 
Uh, mm-hmm. The structural damage, he added gargoyle wings to the <laughs> helicopter because, again, everyone's helicopter needs to signify that they're the yeah, ones flying. Of course, you know what I mean? Of course. He's got that fitted armor on there. He, yeah. Yeah. And he knows how to fly it, which I just, even for cartoon magic, that's a stretch. Yeah, I'm willing to go with them on that, though, because, look... You, you know my love of my misguided love of Lexington, who is completely yes. useless yes. most of the time. His one skill set is that he is the Donatello of the Gargoyles. <laughs> so, okay, that's fair. That's you fair. Know, and they did show him uh, build a motorcycle previously. You remember the one that, that, that is the, yes, that the one is. that the, uh, Brooklyn, Brooklyn wreck destroys like <laughs> yes. immediately. Yeah, so. Like they they do show that he has that ability that's been his kind of thing is his technology from the start. So I I will go with them on that. But it is a little bit of a strain because the last time he flew the helicopter, he did crash it mm-hmm. um, that's <laughs> when they were falling out of the sky. And he did manage to pull it out of a nosedive right at the very end, but they still crashed. But then now suddenly he's like, I got this uh, yeah. <laughs> and he flies it just fine. And they, so they show up and this is where I was just like, what, what is wrong with Jacqueline Hyena? They, they show up and the helicopter has a light on it and Jacqueline Hyena are just defeated by this light. They're mm-hmm. completely just, they become the biggest morons <laughs> when a light I, look, gets shined to, in their face. To be fair, we were not giving them the benefit of the doubt. We already claimed that they weren't the smartest people in the pack, but this absolutely takes the cake. Yeah, I mean, they're sp- they're not smart in the traditional sense, but, like, they're skilled at what they do. Like, they're good hunters. And so, like, the idea that when... Uh, cause Jackal gets taken out they're super easy by Broadway, who just, you know, they, they shine the light and he's like, Oh God. And he runs. And then Broadway comes down on him and knocks him out in one hit. But then hyena is like, they shine the light in her face. And then she just starts shooting every direction except towards the lights. <laughs> and it's like, I understand that you can't see, but you can see where the light is just shoot that direction and shoot the light out like yeah. what <laughs> she just becomes so stupid uh and then of course because of that they they managed to take her out and it's it's actually a pretty anticlimactic end for all of the action that was happening in this episode up to this point you're just like okay all right whatever <laughs> yeah just... yeah no for sure um yeah because you're right it does just kind of end and yeah. you're like oh so we went through all of that. Like we basically just unpacked a feature film in like a 30 minute episode. <laughs> and, and then it doesn't even really have a conclusion. And look, you know that this is probably going to come back at some point, but just because of the way it popped up and you were like, what? Um, yeah. It, it, it felt very anticlimactic in the way that it ended. Yeah. Um, after this, the the skirmish, the scu- the let's call it a scuffle. Really, it wasn't. It's a, yeah, it wasn't enough happening to be called a skirmish. Uh, Elisa finally tells her brother about the gargoyles, and that's when we get the reveal that Xanatos already told him, but gave him his side. And this is the other problem with if she would have just told him the truth, like Gar, like Goliath said from the start. Right. You could have given it with the 
Gargoyle's perspective. Instead, right. he got the story from Xanatos, who gave his perspective and has already gained his trust. So who's right. he going to believe? And the last thing you want is Xanatos being able to control the narrative. Yeah. Like you, <laughs> that is nothing but disaster for anybody that buys into that. Um, yeah, no, you're absolutely right. And and it's all, I feel like most of the problems that happen to the Gargoyles and Elisa for that matter is their own stubbornness. Like <laughs> that's really what causes most of their problems. That is very true. They, uh, if so, sometimes if they just take a step back and look at things like, you know, how Xanatos operates. Yeah. Elisa, especially like she's just so led by raw emotion in this episode that she's kind yeah. of acting like Goliath. I was just going to say, doesn't it feel like their whole characters have been reversed? Yeah. Like they did like, a freaky Friday thing. <laughs> yes. Right. Cause she's usually the voice of reason. And more often than not, I know that I know that Goliath kind of switches back and forth from episode to episode, but yeah. more often than not, you know, Goliath is just pure raw emotion. Like he just loses it at the drop of a hat and goes and makes a dumb decision. And Elisa is always the one that's like, okay, guys, let's think about this logically. Like she's way more pragmatic. And in this one, she's just like, my brother, ah! like everything in her mind just shuts down. Yep. No, no, you're absolutely right. They've just they've completely switched personalities in this episode. <laughs> um, so, I, and actually, when when this all comes out that Xanatos gave his side of the story and was like, "Yeah, he told him told me about the gargoyles, and uh, he he tried to help them, and he was misguided in his attempts." Which, you know, it's, it's classic Xanatos. But Goliath handles this like a complete gentleman because. Elisa starts arguing with her brother. They both get it. It's a little bit heated. And then Goliath just steps in. And he's like, hey, knock it off, both of you. You're lucky to have a sibling. All of my siblings are dead. So, you know, enjoy. He doesn't use this as a platform to smear Xanatos or anything. He's just like, just be there for each other. All right? <laughs> I'm sick of this shit. <laughs> and yeah. then it's that point where Elisa finally is like, you're right. You got to you got to make your own decisions. Uh take this tape. I made it. You don't have to listen to it if you don't want to. But I I would be, you know, uh, amiss if I didn't at least give it to you. But you're you're an adult, you do you. Yeah. And that's kind of where we leave it. We cut back to the gargoyles. Uh it's like snowing for some reason and they're at the clock tower and then the episode just really ends like nobody even really says anything. It's just that's the end right there. It feels very unresolved. Um, yeah. Which is fine because they do they do more with the character of Derek in future episodes. So that, I think that was intentional. But it just, I don't know. The, the ending doesn't feel very resolved at all. Yeah. It, yeah, it, it really doesn't. Because you, you almost kind of want, <clears throat> you almost kind of want them to have uh, some kind of like conversation, like, in typical gargoyles fashion it feels like you should have elisa and goliath standing outside of the clock tower having a conversation about what they're going to do with Derek. yeah so even if you're not going to resolve it right like there's we don't know what's going to happen but just giving them that classic end of episode conversation that they always have uh and then pan off into the distance like even just that would give it a little bit just a little bit more of a resolution uh, to the episode while still keeping everything, you know, open and, and, you know, able to look forward. 
Yeah, yeah, you're right. That's I, that is what it's missing. It's missing that moment where you feel like, you know, she'd be like, you know, he's he's got to make his own path. He's got to figure it out for himself. You know, I just wish there was something I could do to help him. And then Goliath is like, tomorrow's another day or whatever. You know what I mean? Like some some platitude. Uh, yeah. And then you're right. And then it pans off to show the sun rising. Like that's what's missing from this episode. Yeah. Is some moment like that. But uh, yeah, so there's a lot going on here. Oh, overall, though, it's still highly entertaining. I always enjoy the pack anytime they show up, regardless of how stupid they're being. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, look, overall, I just I kind of kind of final thoughts. But uh, overall, I think the episode is really good. I, I think this episode could have been served better. Uh, and to be fair, I, I don't think I haven't watched I haven't rewatched the next episode. Um, I know that all this stuff comes up, but it definitely feels like this should have been an arc. It should have been a part one, part two, or part one through three, or or whatever. Yeah. Because um, I I just feel like as much as I enjoy having a lot packed into a little, um, there's there's just all throughout. I kept feeling like things aren't really resolved. I, hell, even the pack where it's like the pack showing back up, like we don't really even get to see why they're all in different places and um yeah you know what i mean like and you have to kind of fall back on what you already knew from them the last time that they showed up um so yeah i I think this definitely could have been like a part one part two uh and and i think that would have served it a little bit better yeah yeah i i can agree with that um i think you're absolutely right that the the brother should have been brought in uh and given an even if he was just only the subplot of a previous episode he should have been brought in and we should have done some sort of establishing of the the tenuous relationship between brother and sister, like, yeah, you know, absolutely. The, like the fact that like Elisa is always kind of treating him like he's not good enough or, you know what I mean? Not, not yeah. intentionally, obviously, cause I don't think Elisa would ever do that, but just that kind of controlling, you know, I'm big sister that I don't even know who's older in the, in that scenario, <laughs> but it's never really established, but no, but you're, she, you're absolutely right. You're she absolutely definitely right. treats him like an older sibling would treat a younger sibling. So, right uh yeah that that would have been and and i'm already thinking of previous episode like you could have inserted him into uh the episode with the guns right like that you know that would have been a great episode like he could have been working the case as well and you could have seen their little tension before um the uh, i when she gets a new partner like (laughs) you know what i mean like there's just all kinds of different scenarios where you could just insert him briefly even briefly just to give us that kind of dynamic so then when you highlight that they're working together for this thing, it makes a little bit more sense. Yeah, it's also, it is weird because he was in the episode where she gets shot, but again, it was only to be at the hospital with the family. And if he was a cop, we could have we could have had a scene with him in the captain's office being like, I, I want to be on this case. That's my sister. You know what I mean? Yeah, but like right, we never, yeah. we never get any of that. Right. Um, yeah. Which is, so that actually threw me off when the, at the beginning of the episode where, and I, I, Look, I know it's been mentioned previously that the line of family of cops, whatever, but like it still caught me off guard when he was a police officer flying a police helicopter at the start of this episode. I was like, what was he? Is he? (laughs) Who are you? (laughs) What have you done with my show? (laughs) Yeah. So, all right. uh, Yeah. Any, any other thoughts? Uh, no, I, another, I think, uh, yeah, it is another prime example of just Xanatos being completely just, brilliant and running one, everybody. One of the best villains uh, in, in 90s cartoons. So I just, I can't get over how well, I, even when 
I feel like his plans are too elaborate to ever actually go through. You're still just like, yeah, part of you kind of roots for him. You kind of want Xanatos to win. That magnificent bastard. Yeah, he's Uh, just so, he's so charming. He is. He's so charming and yet he's so diabolical and he's so, he's, he's the Moriarty of the Gargoyles show. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, all right. Well, uh, what did you think? of episode 12 or brother's keeper of gargoyles let us know uh drop us a message either on the twitters at jack of all nerd show or uh you know send us a message via the the website jack of all nerd show.com uh, or you can email me directly michael at jack of all nerd show.com and let us know your thoughts uh we'd love to hear them um but that is gonna do it uh let's see what do we got coming up next is i believe it's the season finale um from season one which is uh, episode 13 reawakening is the name of this episode and this is the that's the one that features a new character sort of from it's it's a new gargoyle character oh okay so that we have not been privy to before kind of delving we get i think it gives it's one of those that gives us a little bit more insight into the past uh as well as moving stuff forward for the future so yeah yeah should be should be fun yeah it is it's the the final episode of season one um, which only had 13 episodes before we get into season two which has like 80 billion episodes It is it is a free for all in season two for sure. It, it does. Season two goes from episode fourteen to episode like sixty five. It's God, uh, it's that a, is just unbelievable. It's a huge difference. Unbelievable. But they, I feel like that's how they used to do it back then, man. They just used yeah. to like when when your show got greenlit, you were like, okay, how many episodes are we optioned for? How many can you make? Like that's. Yep. <laughs> Yeah. Well, what about quality? Damn quality. Just give us episodes. (laughs) Repeat them. I don't care. We need an episode a day. What? What? (laughs) What? (laughs) So (laughs) anyway, so we'll be back to discuss that. Uh, And maybe maybe at the same time uh, as we're wrapping up season one, we'll give our thoughts on just the season as a whole as well. Uh, Kind of tackle both of those at the same time. But on behalf of Derek Murray and myself, Never a gargoyle around when you need one.